0: Hello, my fellow self-deprecating humans. Today, we're talking about body image, how it relates to social media, and whether or not it's really responsible for your insecurities. All of that and more on this week's episode of Hey Twenties. I felt inclined to talk about social media because I spent two and a half, nearly three years without Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook I had on and off, and TikTok. So I first deleted my social media accounts back in the summer of 2018. One of the biggest motivators for deleting my accounts was the fact that I was in a relationship with someone who was very insecure. And they used Instagram as a way to magnify their insecurities. You know, that cocktail doesn't go well together. They didn't like it when people commented on my photos, and right, like I'm sure we all know someone like that, or we've dated someone like that who was just a little too invested. And it was so draining to put my energy into someone who constantly needed to be soothed for their insecurities that I thought, The best way to deal with that was to just remove myself entirely from the situation and to delete my accounts, right? Like no account, no problem. Spoiler alert, of course that wasn't the case. Their insecurities just manifested in a different way. That's just a little PSA for anyone who may be in a situation like this or who might find themselves in a situation similar. One of the next reasons for deleting my social media accounts has to do with something that we all do, and that is editing editing our photos, editing our life, putting only what we want other people to see out there. My biggest issue with Instagram is that we put our best foot forward. And not that that's a problem, but it's the only foot that we're putting forward. It's the only image that we're projecting. If you saw my page back from 2018, you would think that I was some kind of socialite who had lots of friends, who did lots of traveling, who had a straight nose, perfect teeth, perfect skin. Ooh, that was a bat, I was a catfish there. I gotta give you that one. But that's what I wanted you to see. You know, and of course, these are all things that I'm struggling with behind closed doors, but no one knows about that because God forbid we show and expose the true side of ourselves. I know we've had this shift in social media from a perfectionism era to a more um, self-accepting, body positivity, self-love movement, which is great, but whenever we post a photo, we're still curating an image for people to interpret. It's deliberate and it's intentional. I only post things, we only post things that we want other people to see, whether or not it is us in our most vulnerable state, like with acne all over our face or our bellies hanging out or photos of us in unflattering light. It is still an image that I'm trying to project onto you for you to accept and acknowledge. I mean, you've just got to wonder, when people post photos of themselves in a vulnerable state, are they truly that self-accepting and that self-loving? Or is that what they want you to believe about them? I don't want to take away from the body positive movement or self-love and self-acceptance and normalizing bodies, but I also want to acknowledge the fact that social media is fake. It only tells bits and pieces of the story instead of the entire picture, which to me has always been really inauthentic, and knowing that created a lot of discomfort inside because I realized that there wasn't congruence between my life and what I was portraying online. And maybe that's just me putting way too much into a damn social media account, but it's what you start expecting from other people. We get this image of what they're supposed to look like, how they're supposed to be based on photos. And that in turn became a fear of mine, a big fear that actually ended up becoming true. So another reason as to why I deleted my accounts had to do with that fear I just mentioned. I didn't like that people were only seeing the best version of me. And I just felt like I was going to disappoint people when I met them. And so this fear came true. I was actually in LAX. I had just spent some time in Singapore for a study abroad trip with school. My newfound friends and I decided to follow each other on Instagram as we were waiting for our flight from LAX back home to Toronto. And some of the guys, they're looking at my Instagram page. They pull up a photo and then they look at me they look back at the photo they look at me they look back at the photo and they say oh yeah that looks like you you guys I felt like a real life meme at that moment I was mortified you know the ones where it's like what you see online versus what you get in person or the billboards with the big mac and the one that's sitting right in front of you and you're like oh something doesn't add up that's how I felt I was so embarrassed um, and I felt so just small and like I wanted to disappear. My worst fear had come true. all this this constant fear and worry that um, I needed to look a certain way to be accepted only to then meet someone in person and them to say, "This doesn't look like you was mortifying. But in my defense, they did pull up a Halloween photo where I had my makeup done, the lighting was right, it was my good angle. (laughs) You know, of course, I'm posting a photo where I look good and they're comparing it to someone who had spent nearly an entire day on an airplane. Like, come on, give me some slack. Now looking back at it, I would have told them to mind their own fucking business. But I was young and impressionable and cared so very much about what other people thought of me I was insecure so that was kind of the cherry on top for me I was like I'm done with this I'm I'm tired of judging myself and having other people judge me or that fear of being judged and putting only bits and pieces of my life out there for other people to see because it's not true and that is a very unfulfilling life. It's kind of hard to explain, but it just is not congruent and I recognized that it wasn't congruent and that was causing, in turn, a lot of problems for me as well. So I thought my relationship was gonna get better, my boyfriend was gonna be happy, my mental health was going to improve and that everything was just going to be smooth sailing, right, and I'm sure that's what you also think when you watch things like The Social Dilemma, but of course, that wasn't the case. And the issue is never with external forces. It's not Instagram that's the problem. The problem is the insecurity that lies within you. It needs a home to live, right? And that home is inside your freaking brain. So we got to get in there, rip it out, do something with it, and replace it with love and roses and all that other shit. (laughs) Anyway... So we're going to get into that, and I'm going to go over some of the core lessons that I learned from doing a social media cleanse and whether or not it did rectify any feelings of insecurity. I'm just going to let you know right now, uh, no, my insecurities did not change. Um, Instead, they just manifested in a different way. I noticed that instead of comparing myself online to women, I was doing it in person almost immediately when someone walked into the room. Instagram isn't a demon. I know we'd all like to believe that it is and that we've curated some kind of monster and that social media is this awful marketing ploy and that we live in a god-awful technological age where everything is frivolous and superficial and that holds some truth, definitely, but it's not all good or all bad. We have to stop moralizing the things that we create and putting them into boxes of good or bad. Social media is not good nor bad. It just is. It's an extension of you. So it's whatever you decide to make of it. Like I just said, social media is an accelerator. So if you're feeling insecure about yourself, it's really seductive. It's really luring to make yourself feel worse, to scroll on other people's page and feed and compare yourself and make sure that you know why you're not good enough and why you're not worthy and why you don't have the life that you want by comparing yourself to other people. That's why my partner... When I deleted my social media accounts, his insecurities didn't go away because Instagram wasn't the problem. My timeline and the people commenting on my photos weren't the issue. Everything stemmed from a problem that was deep rooted and inside of him but you've got to get that fear out somehow, and so Instagram is an easy scapegoat. If you're already feeling low about yourself, I can see how Instagram and social media and marketing can exasperate those issues, but it's not where they're created. It's not where it starts for you. There's something much earlier on and there's something much deeper that's happening inside. The funny thing about insecurities is that we're not born with any. It's not until we age and get older and try to find our place within society that we gain these insecurities. And oftentimes, it's society that tells us what we need to feel bad about. I have no idea where all of this comes from. I mean, if you look at trends throughout history, it just doesn't make any sense. Like being pale and being... Um, or having some body fat on you was seen as very attractive, right? Like you had money at that point because you didn't have to work outside. You were fed and taken care of and that was very attractive. And slowly, like how did we get into like really tall stick figure models that's like, yes, that's it, work it, move it. Mm." I don't, you know, there's such a switch and from like really thin eyebrows to thick eyebrows and no butts. Butts were definitely not a thing back in the day and now it's like big booty whatever's you know so it's funny how things change and they adapt and now this is beautiful and now it's not so beautiful but this is beautiful beauty also depends on where you're from and the region that you're talking about like it blows my mind that i spend years and thousands of dollars trying to fix my teeth meanwhile there were trends going on in parts of japan where um the snaggletooth was really popular and again it's not like all of japan was so on board but there were a lot of people who thought that. Um, it was youthful, that it looked really cute, and it was definitely a trend. Meanwhile, I was thinking that my teeth were ugly, that I wasn't pretty enough, that it was something I needed to be embarrassed about, and so I had to change it. If I wanted to be accepted and considered beautiful by people, which is an awful feeling to be so upset about the way that you looked, be so unsatisfied when you look in the mirror and just be disappointed. And those were some of the issues that I was alluding to earlier with Instagram and social media. I wanted other people to think that I was pretty, but I didn't feel very pretty. And I was disappointed in myself for needing other people's validation to feel good about myself. I knew that it wasn't sustainable, but I couldn't help it. It did become addicting. And I hated that I had to rely on other people to feel good about myself. Um, because I would need it more and more and more to build myself back up because I had no sense of who I was or self-love. I was only beautiful if you thought that I was beautiful. Ooh, that's sad to say. <laughs> that makes me really sad to say, and I hope to God that people listening don't feel that way, and they're much more evolved than I am or than, that I was. But if you are in this place, I have all the sympathy in the world for you. It's a really shitty feeling to hate yourself. It's a really shitty feeling to think that you're not good enough because of what you see on social media. So if that is a problem for you, by all means, go ahead, delete it. But I would really urge you to look at the core issue. What's the problem that's going on inside? Are you feeling bad about yourself? Are you feeling unworthy? Is there a lot of self-doubt? What's going on underneath everything? And how can you address that? Because social media is just a symptom. They're really bad ones and they're accelerators, but we seek to validate what we feel inside, whether it's good or bad. Again, like I said earlier, if you're feeling shitty about yourself, it's really easy to get lost down the rabbit hole and find content that validates why you should feel bad about yourself. We do this all the time. So what have I learned from all of this? I have learned that being insecure is not sexy. We're all concerned about how other people perceive us, The irony, of course, being when you come off as less confident and more unsure of yourself, the less attractive you become. And this is in any regard, not just in a romantic experience, but people become less drawn to you. Think about it as if you were going to a doctor. You're not going to see a physician who comes off as unsure. You want someone who knows what the hell they're talking about. Um, and that's how people feel when they want to connect with someone else people are drawn to confidence not cockiness but confidence definitely another thing I've learned and this came as a consequence of my insecurities manifesting in a different way right like instead of comparing myself online to women I was doing it in real time in person when someone walked into the room and so when this happened (laughs) um, I really hit a low point but I learned that someone else's beauty and talents and success does not take away from my own. It does not take away from your beauty and your talents and your success. It has nothing to do with us. But we're so conditioned to believe that other women are a competition. And for what? You know, it definitely should not be about men and fighting for the attention of a dude. It's a very patriarchal belief to think that we need to fight for the attention of a man. We need to move away from that if you're fighting for a man's attention then that man ain't for you another thing i learned is that insecurities get in the way are you really not going to do whatever you want to do because you're afraid of how you look or you're afraid of how other people are going to perceive you i used to do that all the time i would not dare to smile in a photo with my teeth because i was insecure about the way that they looked or i was afraid of laughing the way i really wanted to laugh because i was again afraid of what they looked like and people judging me for it. When summertime came around and you're expected now to show up to pool parties or jacuzzis or the beach in a swimsuit, I know a lot of people can relate to this, I was dreading that experience. Just so not excited and ashamed of the way my body looked this thought became so crippling that it really took away from my experience and the desire to have fun and that's the whole purpose right like you don't go to a pool party to have a bad time you go to enjoy yourself god i remember getting into my friend's hot tub with my boyfriend at the time and i went in wearing a t-shirt because i was embarrassed and i thought it would be a better look than my flat chest obviously it wasn't. I looked uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. The shirt is like bubbling up and rising to the surface. You know how it does that in water. It wasn't a cute look and I've learned how to love my itty bitties. Um, But the point I'm trying to make is that it sucked and being so consumed with what other people think of you takes away from your experience. It really doesn't matter what someone has to say about you or whether or not your body's trendy You just need to be worried about having a good time and living your life to the fullest. I will say this though. I've talked a lot about how deleting my social media accounts didn't help me the way I thought it was going to. But something that did change is how many photos I was taking. I wasn't concerned with the angle, the lighting, the pose, capturing the moment because I had nowhere to post it. I got so good at not taking photos that I had really wonderful experiences where I wish I would have captured the moment, but again, it just wasn't on my radar. I didn't think twice about it. I know a lot of people have something to say about taking photos and not living in the moment and you should put your phone away. But as someone who's lived that experience, I would say don't worry about it. You shouldn't make the entire experience about capturing the right photo and creating an image, experience it, live, be in the moment, but don't be so consumed with like, oh, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have my phone out. That's no good. Like everything in moderation. Take the photo because they're great memory prompts, but a photo, not a hundred photos, not a thousand, a photo, and then put your phone away. One of the last things I want to say about social media is that I know I've given documentaries like The Social Dilemma a lot of slack, But it's just because it was so one-sided. And as someone who's done exactly what the movie was encouraging us to do, which was delete social media accounts, my life did not drastically change. I was lonelier. I definitely felt othered by my friends. And I realize how tone-deaf that sounds. Like, ooh, poor little white girl, othered. But it's just something to consider that people don't often talk about. It was definitely a shock to me when it happened, but I realized how disconnected I was with my friends when we did finally hang out and I didn't get their references, what was funny, what was current, the music, the memes, nothing was the same. And I just felt like we were living in two completely different worlds. Social media is another form of communication, so when you forego your ability to participate in that level of communication, especially when everyone else in your social circle is still a part of it, it does kind of keep you a little bit on the sidelines. Now that I'm back in the thick of it and I have Instagram posting every day, trying to promote myself, it is a really odd feeling putting yourself out there, wanting to draw people's attention, especially when I went so long without doing any of that and recovering and kind of building myself back up. I mean, I did talk a lot about my insecurities, but I've grown a lot since then. And I don't know if I can really attribute any of that to deleting my social media. I wish I could say that's the cure-all, that this is the holy grail, but it's not. I thought I was going to become so productive, so motivated, um, and that everything I wanted in life would just come to me. Of course it didn't, because change doesn't just appear. I know I've only said this a million times, but you have to address the core issue. You can't take care of the symptom and then expect everything to fall into place oh actually I lied there's one last thing I want to leave you off with we are too quick to beat ourselves up for spending a lot of time on social media and we've got to step away from that ability to shame ourselves so effortlessly you haven't done anything wrong I know it feels wrong I know it feels bad but you have not done anything wrong by spending your day doing nothing it's okay if that's what you need to do we create these rules and then shame ourselves for breaking them stop that. We have to be kind to ourselves. That's the only environment that's conducive to growth and to learning. So be gentle, be okay with who you are and the journey that you're on. That's it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day filled with lots of love and laughter and joy. I will see you next week. Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye-bye.